John and Maddie on the podcast. Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Get the fuck off of our podcast! Legend in My Spare Time! Motherfucker! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to a rather unique edition of the Legend in My Spare Time podcast. And by that I mean, we're about to find out what happens when your boy Leezy tries to do a podcast episode by himself, by his lonesome. This thing could go an hour, it could go two minutes, I could stop in 30 seconds and delete the whole thing like it never even happened. We will never, never know. It's not a normal situation. It's not a normal circumstance. Not only am I here alone for this episode, by no fault of just John. Don't don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get your panties in a bunch. He'll be back next week. But for the time being right now, it's just me. It's only my fault. I changed the schedule. For those of you who may know or may have me on Facebook, you may have seen I recently made a trip to the hospital because once again, my kidneys were trying to kill me. I can be more specific about that, of course. Kidney stones are a motherfucker, I'm here to tell you. First time I had them, I was 15 years old. Kidney stones. Damn. So, that's why I was not able to record with just John on our normally scheduled time of Thursdays. Because I was curled up in a ball watching the WWE Network on many, many pain medications. Pain meds. You know what I'm saying, folks. Candy. But if you call them candy, you'd be doing them too much. You know what I'm saying? Now, I so it's not just a podcast with me by myself. It's also a podcast whereby I am on prescription pain medication. I'm just here to let you know. So if we start talking loopy and going off into all different directions, any more than usual anyway, you'll know why. Music in the background, I Don't Need No Doctor by John Mayer. Just in case you're wondering who that funky lick is by. Now, I, of course, did need a doctor this this week. Because, I don't know, for, for those of you out there who, you know, haven't had kidney stones, I mean, bless you. I hope it never happens to you. However, it does feel like your whole shit is shutting down. Like everything in you is shutting down. It feels like your kidneys are made of stone cement awful i don't wish it upon any of you so when it hits me on thursday i have a limit you see i have a line i know how many with how many times i've had them i know where my limits are i know where the line is for i can medicate this myself and just go to bed and drink lots blah 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 but i also know when it comes into the situation where i'm like nope we need to go to the doctor so they can give us some of those proper assistance if you know what i mean that's what happened 6 o'clock this morning, or Thursday morning. 
6 o'clock Thursday morning. I'm on my way to the hospital. My wife is driving there. And now, for those of you who don't know, Just John has a friend who is a nurse. I've never connected where she's a nurse or uh, for that matter, but he's always mentioned, you know, that she's a nurse. Never really thought much about it. I get into there. 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm in this chair. And she walks by the room. Our mutual friend, shall we say. What are the odds now that, you know, we've got, of, of all places, all hospitals, all shifts, the one I have to show up to is where she's there. Because, of course, this is going to lead to getting sent back to people. I, you know, it, it's banter, as you guys know. It's banter. Because from my work situation, I had texted my boss to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm on the way to the hospital, kidneys, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. He, wonderful man that he is, fantastic boss that he is, says back to me. I'm going to read you the text, folks. It says, man up, you big fucking woman. Now, he does include a que- an X, you know, there's a kiss on the end. So he's still kind of being nice, you know what I'm saying? But with banter being my first, you know, my first fear, not the pain that I'm in, really, because the place we work these days, folks, is fucking banter ridiculous. So I'm thinking, great, she's going to be able to tell him now that I'm here needing to get hopped up and then I'm going to made fun of relentlessly at work. Well, it gets a little worse than that. She comes in to visit me. She's saying, oh, you know, what's going on? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, she says, uh, are you adverse to um, a suppository? Oh, shit. My first thought is no, because. Th- there's just no way. What are the odds that after the adventure with the anal tear that I had to tell everyone about at work, well, I didn't have to. I didn't have to. I was stupid and told them for some ungodly reason. Now, I'm going to have to have maybe another one, and this girl knows just John. Could my luck get any worse at all? Probably not. So, there we are. I couldn't have allowed her to administer that shit, right? Because you, you can. You just wouldn't do that. So, what do I say? I'll do that shit myself. I'm not going to get into gruesome details here, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't know if any of you have ever had to have a suppository and place one in yourself, okay? It's not like Just John, where it's like, you know, it's a fucking spinning door into a into a lobby of joy for all his boyfriends. Mine is exit only, man. Not that there's anything wrong with it not being, but mine is exit only. And it knows that. So now here I am trying to put this little thing in there, and it's not happening. Not an easy situation. Not enjoyable. I was trying to tell my wife about it, and she said, I'm surprised you didn't just drop that thing in the toilet and forget about it. I didn't really think about that because you're in a lot of pain, and you just want the pain to go away. Now, let me say that once it was in, ladies and gentlemen, as foul as this topic is, once it was in, now it fizzles. Fizzling. You know those sweetheart candies? It's like you got one of those in there, man, and it's like popping and fizzing, and you're like, what is, what is going on? I feel like I need to shit foam, you know? So, fine. The pain starts to fade away. But now we have my second least favorite thing. Second least favorite thing, if that's a word, is other people. So now we're in the hospital waiting room. And you always do the game. I know every single one of you done it. It might have been a Seinfeld line. But you look around the room and you're like, I wonder what these fuckers have. Now, there was a few people, you know, I don't make fun of the ill. Not like the people I work with, goddammit. But firstly, there was a a dude there, a young man, probably 18, 19, 20. Now, this is just me judging just based on looking at him. 
which you were all allowed to do. We all have the right to do. I kept it to myself and all my podcast subscribers. But Homeboy had on slippers and a house coat. You know what I'm saying? Strutting around this place with bandages on his arms. And it's strange. He was sitting there with his mom and dad. And I just looked at him and I thought, you look like a spoiled motherfucker. May not, may not, maybe he isn't, but that's the thought I had about that motherfucker. You know, walking around the hospital and fucking, oh yeah, let me get my slippers on my house coat and we can get on down to the emergency room. Shit, I was in track pants and I think I had two different shoes on. But there we have that. Another person that's in this, this lobby um, was um, a girl who did not look healthy, did not look well, my friends, let me tell you. And uh, she was talking to one of the doctors about, you know, being unhappy about how long she'd been waiting. So she's probably talking to a nurse, not a doctor, and that she wants to check herself out. They're just trying to explain to her that she can certainly do so. You know, they could, they, she has to sign a form saying it's against doctor, uh, against medical advice to check yourself out at this time. She insists that she's going to do it anyway. Now, she then, you know, she's off to the side again talking to a different nurse, who, by the way, a young fella who couldn't have been 18 or 19, and like, I'm getting old, ladies and gentlemen. We all are. But damn, these guys are young and shit. I hadn't accomplished a fucking thing by the time I was their age. You know what I mean? But anyway, he's telling her that she shouldn't check herself out, especially in her condition. Now, of course, I'm listening in because, you know, what the fuck else am I going to do? I'm high on pay meds sitting in a room. I'm going to listen to your conversation, I guess. Uh, the hypoglycemic lady who is also pregnant. That's right, pregnant, but still choosing to check herself out of the hospital against medical wish against medical advice. None of my business, but what the hell am I right? So that's obviously the adventures of the hospital and, um, very entertaining times as always. Of course. Now I come back to work the next day, uh, because you know, with these kidney stones, you're going to go through a real bad patch. But after that, it's mostly manageable. You know, you can, you know, you can wean yourself off of the, the delicious pain meds uh, and you can you can wean yourself off and be all right for it. But the first day, that's not what's happening. So I'm well enough now to go back to work. Uh, I arrived to find that the boys, everybody at work, have actually made me out of styrofoam, some of the manufacturing things we use, a nice big cushion for my seat. On this cushion, there's a big cutout for my balls. So I can be comfortable. So that's the wonderful people. The wonderful folks that I work with. So, you know, it's nice to know you're not going to get in any trouble for not being at work. But you're getting the shit ripped out of you. And, uh, hey, fuck it. I guess that means they like me, right, dog? What the fuck? Well, listen. This is what happens when Lazy Boy does a podcast on his own. You know what I mean? I did see a nice news story today that I want to read to you all, um, which is uh, pretty funny. Now, this was posted in the Yorkshire News Online. All right, Yorkshire News Online. Uncle Joe, you're going to love this shit. Woman banned for life on Bradford buses. A woman has received a lifetime ban from a Bradford bus company after repeatedly breaking wind in their vehicles. On one occasion, a driver was physically sick. Bradford Magistrates Court heard how Yolanda Pogba, aged 48, from Lundlane, Bradford, reveled in what she was doing and on most occasions would bend over to create the maximum impact. On the 18th of June, 2016, Mrs. Pogba boarded a packed bus at Bradford Interchange and crouched next to an elderly gentleman. 
As the bus set off, she let off an excruciating sound from her bottom. Mrs. Pogba, clearly impressed with her actions, then shouted, Some bastard had squashed a frog! The bus company has recorded 148 separate incidents. On the 22nd of June, she boarded a bus in Homewood and forced her way into the driver's cab, repeatedly breaking wind, cupping her hands, and rubbing the atrocious smell into the driver's face until he was sick. In Canada, we call that muffin topping. Now, a solicitor, Rick Head, represented Mrs. Pogba, asked for the court to be sympathetic. My client is addicted to Jamaican rum and kidney beans, and unfortunately, this brings out the worst in her personality and makes her bottom talk. She fought, they, uh, the court fined Mrs. Pogba 375 pounds and ordered her to pay 20 pounds compensation to the bus driver, Mr. Babalu Bruna. She was also sentenced to 120 hours community service. Shitty. Now, what you're asking yourself, folks, is, is that a real news story? You know what? I read it on the internet, so it's got to be real, right? Am I right? Got to be. Got to be, dog. All right, listen. We don't want to stretch this out and drag it out and make you guys want to kill yourselves or anything like that, okay? So we'll finish out. We'll do a couple of shout-outs. Obviously, moviemarker.co.uk, our very good friends, Luke Skywalkley, your boy. He was here once. We're going to have him back, too, I guess. You know what I mean? Fuck it. We'll have him back. Probably hurt his feelings if we don't. <coughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Luke, boy. You're welcome, but I might even get you your own microphone this time so you don't have to share with JP. Don't forget to get your tetanus shot after sitting that close to him. Zazing! All right, so also, Phoenix Fire Productions. Check them out on Facebook because that is our boy, Sam Motherfucking Fines, who is a fine motherfucker who also makes incredible artwork. If you are a wrestling promotion, if you are a band, if you are a, a podcaster, or anything that needs visual work, a visual presence on the internet, which is not just a big font, which is beautiful artwork, tailored how you want it. Or you can leave it up to him to fucking do the trick because he's awesome. That's Sam Fines at Phoenix Fire Productions. Make sure you check them out. Also, IndieMacUser.co.uk. That is our boy, Ben and Lewis. Our boys, Ben and Lewis. Big shout out to them as well. And of course, Mr. Dr. Squee. I didn't do it this time, doctor. I almost did, but I didn't. Dr. Squee and the Gallifrey Stands podcast. Please make sure you check them out, too. They're all friends of ours. Uh, those guys are, anyway. Uh, if you have extra time and you know you're looking to throw it away, uh, you can probably listen to uh, Misinformation, too. You know, that's with uh, Zach, the little angry guy, um, uh, Eric, and some of those wellers there. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, if you got if you got spare time that you're not using, which isn't, you know, being used to being a, for being a legend, there you go. You can check that out, too. All right, Misinformation Podcast. Do I want to shout anything else out? JJ, my boy. JJ Hawkins of Mars Needs Podcast. Now, I understand that coming soon, spoiler alert, uh, there's going to be a reaction from Mr. JJ Hawkins from a recent conversation I had with Just John about concert behavior. Specifically, well, not specifically, but also going into big, tall motherfuckers. Now, Mr. JJ Hawkins is a big, tall motherfucker, and I mean that in the highest complimentary way. Now, you mentioned, obviously, on Facebook, Mr. Hawkins, that, you know, you're a big fucker, and it's not your fault that my genetics are short. I get that. I understand that portion of it. If you're there before me, dude, that's your spot. You know what I mean? I'm specifically talking about the guys who don't show up until the lights are already down, the music's already starting, and now you're going to come over and stand in front of me when I've been standing here for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? That's the part that I'm not into. But I understand there is something coming our way via Mars Needs podcast, so... 
I will check that out at the time, and so should all of you. Now, uh, another slight, I'm not going to say anything other than a very, very tiny spoiler, which is, if you don't already subscribe to Mars Needs podcast with the wonderful J.J. Hawkins and his cast of super friends, subscribe to them, because uh, it probably wouldn't hurt to listen to both shows. That's all, you know, that's it. J.J., have I said too much? I don't think I have. You know, that's all I'm going to say. That being said, I think we've come to an end here. Check out Sin City Comics now in Newport uh, with our good boy Shane. And obviously, that Sin City Comics used to be in Cumbrand. It's now in Newport. Check them out. Go down there. Spend your nerd dollars there. You know what I mean? Spend your nerd bucks. All right. Let's finish up. How about that? It's been a wonderful edition of your favorite podcast, I'm sure. Nice and short. Just a little random conversation with ourselves. And, uh... There we are. So I hope that you are all well. Send us an email, legendinmypodcast at gmail.com or at legendpodcast to follow us on the Twitter. We also have a Facebook group, Legend In My Spare Time Podcast. Interact, tell Just John he's a loser or whatever you want. My name is Matt motherfucking Lees and could you please, ladies and gentlemen, get the fuck off of my podcast. Folks, you're so beautiful, I got one more thing for you. I found on the YouTubes an old file of myself and the motherfucking Matt Lee's band playing Pride and Joy. Now, I've listened back to a little bit of it. I uh, genuinely, honestly do not remember the venue. I don't remember the night because they're all wonderful. Uh, But we did a lot of nights like this. I sound a little tipsy on the tape. Um, so there's that for you to listen to. Uh, and it sounds like at the beginning, I also drop a pretty good zinger on some loudmouth dude. So here we go, which might actually be Dick Van Douche. So fuck that. Playing with these guys since 1976. We did a tour of Europe. We spent the night in jail. It's cool. Posted, uh, by the way, August, 2011 recorded at the Edelweiss. I just found the file here. Uh, Kitchener, May, 2011. With myself, Jay Walsh, Danny Droop, and Wayne Bond. There we go, boys. We got real close that night in jail. <laughs> got it from your mom. <laughs>